Good morning, everyone. This is Aurora home, uh, with Supercharged Science, Homeschool Science uh, Curriculum and Programs for K-12. through I wanted to take you on a walk this morning, but as soon as I started to uh, go for a walk, I realized there was this really big, it's about three feet across, spider web. I don't know if you can actually see it because the camera is focusing right through it, um, but it's big. Here, I'll point out how far it, around it goes. It's enormous. And it reminds me of this story I once read by Robert Fulgham, where this um, lady comes out of her house and she's walking out and her hair is all, you know, done up really well and she's got makeup on and she's like ready for her day. And she walks into a giant spider web, just like that one. And of course, what does she do? She goes, ah, she goes crazy. She's trying, she's because well, one thought on her mind is, where's the spider now? <laughs> so she goes crazy. She's she's doing the funny, you know, get the spider off of me dance. Neighbors are coming out looking. But what Robert Fulgham also said in his story is he said, well, there's another perspective that you have to consider, and that's the spiders. Can you imagine this spider who worked and slaved, she slaved all night long, made this huge spider web, some huge something, big monster comes through it, wrecks the whole thing, and when she goes home, what's she gonna do? She's gonna go to all her little spider friends and say, hey, you wouldn't believe the one I caught today, it was this big! <laughs> So it was a good reminder that um, there's more than one perspective. And when you are working with your kids, if you're starting to get frustrated or like, oh, why aren't they focusing on what I'm talking about? Like, look at me when I talk to you. Um, you know, you, uh, you might want to take a minute and remember the spider incident and that there's more than one perspective, right? Because everyone feels like their perspective is right. That's the one because according to you, it is right. So that would be something to think about today when you're working with your kids. And I also had a couple of quick questions I uh, wanted to go through. Oh, but before I forget, I've had a number, a slew of emails in if, uh, from folks asking when our, our sale is going to be for the uh, annual enrollment for my online school. And that is only going out to people on our mailing list. So if you're not on our email list and you want to get one of those, just go to superchargedscience.com and just click on free stuff and you'll get signed up there. But that, that discount, oh, you, it's not on our website. It only goes out to our family members, our science family members that we treat as friends. So, okay. So, um, right. So scope. So a couple of the um, questions I've been getting recently uh, actually have not been science related. One of them is, uh, was how do I get, Aurora, you look so natural. You just talk and give presentations. I've seen you in person. Um, and oh, so thank you, by the way, her name was Cindy. And um, thank you, Cindy. Uh, and she was very kind. And then she had asked, how do I teach my kids to feel more, um, basically to be a good public speaker? And one of my, um, my first thought was, wow, I didn't think I was a good public speaker. I'm just kind of myself on stage. And then I started to think about it and said, so Cindy, here's your answer. Um, so one of the things that I think happens, and it happens to me too, it happens to everyone, is we feel like there's a whole bunch of English grammar teachers in the audience. And we start talking really um, at a high level with great big um, uh, frivolous words and we lock down a little and, and the world's not like that. Most people are not grammar teachers and even if grammar teachers, you know, no disrespect to them, um, they enjoy people that are themselves and have a personality. So one of the, um, and everybody does it, they do it in their writing, they do it in their speaking. That's why um, your job as a speaker is not to be boring. <laughs> so you get boring when you start acting like, when you start getting really academic and really in your head. And one of my secrets is I focus on the people. I focus on 
how I can reach this one person. I don't think of people as an audience. I think of them as just one person. And I think of that one person as like, what can I give that's of value to them? And when my focus is on them and not, am I doing it right? Am I getting it perfect? Then all of that goes away. And I could, my personality comes through. I can enjoy being with that person. And at the end, um, when I walk off stage, I can go, yes, that was a win. I get to ring the bell. Ding, ding. <laughs> so that would be an answer for you, Cindy. Um, I hope that's helpful. Um, and then Darla asked a good question. She was asking, um, how do I teach my kids? Uh, Darla had watched a previous one where we were talking about getting your kids to be bullyproof. And um, it was at the same time we were doing another um, a science experiment and one of the people had asked a question about confidence. And so we talked about that. Me and my husband actually were talking together. And so I was thinking about that and I was, and she was asking, how do I increase my daughter's confidence? She doesn't feel like she can do anything. And I asked her how old her daughter was and she said seven. So I thought, wow, that's a great age to be asking this question. Um, it's a little bit different when they're, you know, 27. So um, here's my answer. And so um, one of the things that if you're going, oh, by the way, before I forget, um, if you're going to be spending, having your kids spend time in front of anybody learning, spending lots of time learning information, you better know what their values are and what they, um, what's important to them and what kind of information they're conveying, not just with their words, but with their actions. So I know for me as a homeschool parent, I want to know exactly everything I can about this person. I want to know what their experiences are. I want to know everything possible because anytime my kids are learning from them, they're going to pick that up too. Uh, for example, when I had a, um, when my second uh, uh, son, my second oldest was like three or four, we started to get Curious George books out of the library. And um, I don't know why I was surprised. You know, the Curious George is a um, it's a, it's an older series. They're picture books about a naughty little monkey who's always doing the wrong thing, and somehow it works out in the end. And, and he's sweet and adorable and charming. Um, however, if you're three years old or four or five years old and you're reading these, this is a role model for you to be like. So I don't know why I was surprised, but one day I, I turned to my husband. I'm like, I feel like we've got a naughty monkey in the house. And he goes, Yeah, what's different? I said, Well, we picked up this new book series, and I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> So he was doing what, you know, normal kids do. He was modeling what he saw. And so, again, when you pick a homeschool curriculum um, or a teacher, an educator, or even the books your kids are reading or the kids are hanging out with and making friends with, these are their role models. So I can share with you one of my role models is actually Patty Wagstaff. Now, for those of you who don't know Patty, she's like world famous. Air, she uh, She's an airplane pilot, to say the very least. That's like the most boring description of her. Um, she's one of the best pilots in the world. And she's a stunt flyer. She, um, on her website, it says, actually, I looked it up yesterday because I was um, thinking about her. She actually, um, it just says like her mission in life, or not her mission, I'm sorry. You'll find her cutting uh, final ribbons, you know, like at the end of a race, there will be a ribbon at the end of the race. She'll cut them upside down in it with a propeller. Um, so <laughs> so she's amazing. She goes, it's make, one of her missions is to go around the world and help people. And so she flies her airplane all over, setting up centers where people can learn how to fly airplanes um, in all different continents. And so, which is really cool. It's her life isn't just about her, you know, she rides horses, she she has dogs. Um, she's just a really cool, cool person. And so she's one of my personal role models. So anybody that you're following, you should know who their role models are and who they're modeling after, right? So it makes sense. 
So just logical sense. So when you pick a curriculum book that's written by a, um, or a curriculum series for your school, whether it's English or math or science or history or whatever, um, usually those are written by a team of writers. And so it, it becomes more academic, it becomes more bland, and it, it has no personality. Um, so you got to be careful when you're doing those. Um, you do need these as reference books, I believe, uh, but you also need someone who's really passionate about what they do that can really inspire kids. It really inspire your kids to learn more than just what's on the page and to see beyond just the, you know, the, the, the concepts that are laid out in the table of contents. So. So, Darla, that would, um, oh, so we were talking about raising kids. Okay, so, uh, all right, going back. So, how do you raise kids that are confident? Okay, so, um, uh, we were talking about role models, which is great. Um, the other thing is, uh, really, to know your purpose on the planet. You know, and as kids, they don't necessarily know that. They're just, hey, in the moment, we're playing. That's great. But the role models need to know what they're here for. And, and you as a parent need to know, like, well, what's my purpose? And that's very personal. And so knowing what that is, that will help you narrow your scope to figure out what you should be doing here on this planet. And your kids, uh, what, you, what your actions will be in life, and your kids are going to pick up on that. They're going to know that you know that, and they're going to do what you do. And so I just wanted to encourage you to share that with your kids and have conversations about it, talk about it, um, because that's uh, once you know what you're here for, and you know who your role models are, those two things together, they will make all the other voices on the outside go quiet. All the, the people that tease you, I mean, I, I was probably like, I had a target on my forehead when I was a kid with this red hair and green eyes, and I'm really little, by the way. I'm only five feet tall. Um, in fact, it was, <laughs> I was doing a photo shoot, I'm sorry, photo, a video shoot for uh, folks with the Discovery Channel at one point, and I got up there and the director took one look at me, looked at the cameras and said, lower your cameras six inches. <laughs> so if that's not embarrassing, I don't know what is. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, I'm little, I get it. <laughs> and I'm totally fine with it. I've been heckled in audiences. I've even had the teenagers stand up. One kid stood up on a table, shouted right at me, right in the middle of a of a um, of a presentation I was giving, he goes, "Aurora, you're a girl." Like it would be a bad thing, and um, and to have a sense of humor about things. So I just turned around, and it wasn't very long before what shot back out at him was, "Wow, nothing gets by you, does it?" <laughs> and it kind of made him laugh, and he's like, "I'm being ridiculous." I'm like, "Yes, you are." <laughs> And not to take it personally, I've found that the people that can roll with it and let things go and not need to control absolutely everything in life have a much funner ride. Funner, is that a word? It is now. Um, have a much easier time. And so I would encourage you to model these things for your kids. Um, okay, so Darla, I hope that's helpful. And uh, oh, good morning, Brenda. <laughs> good morning, and uh, good morning, Brenda. And um, everyone who's watching. Uh, or again, this is Aurora with SuperchargedScience.com, or Supercharged Science, Homeschool Science Curriculum and Resources for K-12. through um, I do have a new podcast. I encourage you to go listen to it. It's uh, Supercharged Science Cast. Um, I, there's a, I'll put a link uh, below this video, and you can check that out as well. It's on Podbean. And um, for those of you who are really serious about getting your kids super excited and having strong role models in their lives, if you're serious about actually getting your hands-on education for your kids, I encourage you to check out our website, www.superchargedscience.com. If you like what you see, um, feel free to enroll in our annual um, in our uh, online, in my online science school. Originally, that science school was actually my personal notes, so I would not forget what to teach. 
um, it started as a video blog just for me. And uh, a lot of people don't know this. And so I was actually a professor of mechanical engineering at Cal Poly at the time. I was taking my lessons and making them easier to know and understand. So like seventh graders didn't have to wait till they got to be a civil engineering major to know how to analyze truss bridges or things like that. And, um, and nobody I had known had ever done anything like that. Oh, thank you, Amanda. I hope you have a beautiful day, too. <laughs> thank you. For those of you who are listening, that probably made absolutely no sense. Um, people are interacting while, we, uh, while I'm talking. And so, um, so it started as a video blog just for me. It was a library of my lessons. And so I would, I would teach during the day. I'd run home at around like 9 or 10 o'clock at night after my kids were in bed. I would set up the studio and then the studio. I would set up the one cardboard table and turn on the light. And <laughs> then I would, um, I would start recording myself. And uh, then I put it online not thinking anybody would notice. And people started using it. And then people started asking questions and emailing saying, hey, are there, are there downloadable lessons and worksheets that go with this? And I thought, what are you, what are you looking at my what log blog for? You know, this is my personal. Thing. What are you looking at for? And silly me, I had put it online for everybody to see, not really realizing that. And so, 2,500 videos later, we now have a complete science curriculum because I'm the one who developed the entire thing. So it's uh, the best of what I have. So if you're interested in checking this out, trying it out, we have a 30-day money-back guarantee on all our stuff. Feel free to try it today. Um, it's at superchargedscience.com. Get on our email list, though, and that's also at superchargedscience.com, and you'll get that special discount that we usually um, give out. I'm giving some free live classes next week. You also get those announcements, so people not on our list don't get that. So this is just for um, our, our science family members. Um, thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Amanda. I appreciate your words. Amanda said, thank you so much for the ideas and enthusiasm. It's such a breath of fresh air. So thank you. I hope you guys are enjoying your afternoon or your morning. Um, and so I will post more information online for... Um, how to pick a homeschool curriculum um, and how you decide which curriculum is best for your kids, whether you use mine or not, at least it'll, um, you can have in your hands a guide for navigating that. So whether you're new to homeschooling or you've done it before, we have a ton of homeschool resources just on our website for folks, that, folks like you that are looking for um, help and resources for your homeschool kids. All right, I will see you guys soon. Take care.